We here. I have a way to start it off. We here. So I don't know if it was the first episode or which episode it was, but remember when you said you would do the thing with sports teams where you would like make a deal with the devil where you'll take like a a manuel for the Steelers to win a playoff game? Yeah. Stuff like that. I have something to admit. What did you do? (laughs) I made a deal. With who? The devil. I was like, you know what? If Hartford loses, (sighs) then I'll be okay if NYCFC wins. And here we are three games later with nine points. We did it. We've done it. I almost just took my finger off. Uh, We're going to ignore that. Are we are we gonna risk maybe an entire episode on the fact that I, my audio says that we're at one hour and forty four minutes? No, dude, we have to restart. I don't trust I was, that. Yeah, because last time this happened, are you sure dude? it doesn't say a minute and forty four seconds? Bro, definitely. all right, it is definitely a minute. <laughs> we're fine. It's okay. been a while. All right, it's been a while. Yeah, we're we're rusty. rusty. Oh man, ah, uh, it's like the second we started recording, I just got like so many feelings in my brain and i don't know how to express them without sounding like a like a downer you know what i mean about the team yeah because like we're winning Mm -hmm. and i like that i like winning it's way better than losing but it's like at the same time does ronnie even have a job if it's not tenor home popping off like i don't know i was gonna get into this later but why sign Messi when you have tenor home why? I mean, maybe just buy defenders so we have depth in defense. Yeah. Like, if you look at the lineup from our last game, the subs, there's – is there even a defensive sub that you can make outside of switching Sands to center back? Like, I don't know. All right. Well, let's, whatever. Yeah, we'll get into let's that. Pump, we'll get into, let's, let's pump the brakes. Well, yeah, I just pump the brakes. I just got overwhelmed the, when we hit record. You know? the, the negativity because we are 3 Oh, I'm so happy to be winning. Like <laughs> – Winning is so much more uh, like better than losing. So let's try definitely. to structure it and spend like maybe a couple minutes with the Chicago game, a couple minutes with the New England game, and then uh, we have plans to touch on Messi, potentially some stadium news and what how Messi might impact that, and then obviously we'll move on to Hartford. But that's all. That's later. So first off, the Chicago game. Right. I think that was. <laughs> Which, actually, I just thought of this question. Did you like the New England game better or the Chicago game? Uh, the Revs game was definitely the better of two evils. I think so, For yeah. sure. Yeah. Like, winning 3-1, it just didn't seem like... I don't know, like, it, the credit I can give Ronnie is that it looks like whatever his plan is is actually starting to mm-hmm. come together. But at the same time, like you watch and you look at NYCFC tactics on Twitter, and they're actually breaking down our shape and how we're moving and what we're actually doing. And it's like, doesn't make sense though. Doesn't make any sense at all. But at the end of the day, wins a win. Not to yeah, you know, reuse that from last episode. But like, wins are wins. I'll take them. Well, with that too. So New England is a way better team than Chicago. Not way better, maybe, but they're. I at, would consider the, at the them same time, stronger. Like, Stronger in the moment, 
but we should mm-hmm. always be beating the Revs no matter what. And Chicago, if they're if they're on seven games unbeaten, which who really cares? They're yeah, highlighting uh, that five is, of them were ties. So five of them ties. The best one that they had was a two-one win. Like mm-hmm. get out of my face with that. We should always be beating the Revs all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, but at the at the end of the day, like his shape and the tactics looked the most together in the second half of that game than I think they've ever looked. Yep. And I definitely, I don't want to do the thing again where it's like the Toronto hype. Yeah. So that's why I'm But now not... I guess we're too, yeah, I don't think we could really count the Red Bulls game. I don't really feel, I feel like, also with the Red Bulls episode, we talked about how uh, the exact thing that you just brought up, which was um, like it seemed like the players, so they had had that conversation or they were going to, and it seemed like the players had, at a very base level, started to buy into whatever the direction was that Ronnie was feeding them. Uh, and then, like you just said, it seems like they're now every game getting more familiar, and it's the results are showing that they are. I think they're believing in each other more than the system and the tactics. Mm-hmm. They're just like, all right, if we're all going to be here, why not? Like, why not us? Why not? go out and give our best effort and yeah. try to do whatever this dude's asking me to do. Um, you know, whether that's Alex Ring at left wing and becoming the best winger in the MLS. The league. Like, better than in Carlos Vega at, at times, I would say. Yeah. Like, so what? He's like, I'll do it, whatever. Yeah. If we're well, winning, so we're, we're winning. You know? the, the Chicago game was the debut of left wing ring. And... He got a goal the there. Time. That's pretty nice. I like that. Left wing like ring. <laughs> I couldn't say that five times fast. Nah. I'm not even going to try. I'll um, run the podcast. And we also saw, I don't know, was Matrita on right wing or was he playing more of a cam? Because I do. Whatever he was doing, that's, that's, where, like that's where he belongs. That yeah. I like him that way. Where he's not just popping off. Like I remember texting you and it was a moment where normally... Matrita would take on like three people, mm-hmm. cut inside and rip a curler that goes into the third stand. Um, and instead, he just like made one move, pass, goal. Like, yeah, Keaton scored. Yeah, and it's like, that's all we've been well, asking yeah, for. Yeah, he has like, the sauce to do that. Like, he has the ability to be a 10. Now, there's no world where he plays 10 over Maxi, but. You know he has the ability to to do something like that. So I just think he's used to playing farmers. Like that could be absolute it, farmers. I don't know who they have in. He's Romania. used to being able to rip a shot and curl it, and the keeper's not really in position or good enough to make the save. Mm-hmm. Like that's honestly probably. What Although it is. a lot of his curlers aren't even being saved. It's just like no, they're just off target. It's, it's off target. Granted, yeah. he had that uh, that curler that bounced off the bar. Mm-hmm. Like he's had he's had some unfortunate bounces and stuff like that, but at the end of the day, the team has to be built around getting Heber the ball, mm-hmm. getting him in score in in uh, scoring form, and going from there. Like build that team around Heber, and we will win. Yeah. Um, or throw Tati in there, and he'll elbow somebody in the mouth until he scores. Yeah, that works. Whatever. Either way, if we're winning games, it doesn't matter how. I just want to win, man. I want to win all these games. Have they even re- released the phase two yet? Uh, no, I think they're working on it. No, I don't think so. Um, but I think the the bottom line with the Chicago and the New England game is that uh, Maxi is as important as all the times that we didn't have him, that Ronnie was hyping him up. Like Ooh. He is absolutely the key to our team. I am the biggest offender of, of like 
slagging off Maxi and not really appreciating him the way I should. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't appreciate him the way that like we we both love Maxi and we always have. Yeah. But I I remember watching games and like hearing the announcers say that we would be nothing without Maxi and I'm like Pfft. Yeah. Dude, you see our team like blah, blah, blah. all this attitude and and then he's gone and you're like, Oh my god, we can't score. Like he we holds, can't, yeah, he holds the we whole can't team even together. Score. Like we can't even get chances really. I would man, we should have prepared like a little thing to know with Maxi on the field how many goals we've scored and with him off it's, the field how many. I'm surprised just, that no one has like taken that into account and, and found the numbers because it's it's gotta be like one to seven or something. Because um, as soon as so once Maxi came on in the Chicago game like he had an immediate impact. I think he he either got an assist immediately. I don't think he scored, but he which game? Uh, Chicago. The I think our second goal after I think he assisted. Time, he immediately, no, no, yeah, immediate yeah, immediate assist. Immediately assisted. That was out to uh, um, Tinnerboom. Yeah, who is the player of the year for us? Just so good. Just great over mean, that. The best right back in the league, possibly in North North America. Yeah, probably. I right now I I don't see anybody else that's better than him. And then New England. That Tinnerboom finish was. Filthy, yeah. Like, I mean, like some strikers can't hit the ball like that. Beyond even, I mean, that goal was the least of uh, his like spectacular things Saucer that he's done. Like I don't even know what to much. call it, but I mean, you would think so when uh, Tinny hits that fake shot, cuts in an assist ring in Chicago, you would think New England might watch some film. They might say, "Hey, when Tenor home runs into the box, he's liable to hit a fake shot. Watch him for that." doesn't matter literally same part of the field same identical play pretty much tenor home does the same thing runs in the box fake shots defender goes to the ground like it's I, just yeah i think it's uh it's really clear that he's been slandered for years um and not considered the best right back in the league when he clearly is yeah the best on the ball he's like i mean we i don't know i don't remember what episode it was but i remember us talking and just being like Bro, we got to rely on Tanner Holm. Mm-hmm. Like, we have to rely on him. Like, he's our Trent. Yeah. He's filthy. So, um, trying to think of what else about the New England game. So, I after mean, after the game, one thing that uh, I had just watched the press conference, like, I don't know, maybe a couple hours ago, and a lot of the uh, analysts that were asking him questions, like, kept mentioning, like, this was a rotation lineup. Uh, how do you feel about these rotating things? Rotation line. Yeah, and uh, I think after like the fourth or fifth person used the word rotation, Ronnie just like sits back in his seat. He's like, I don't know what you guys keep talking about with this rotation I, yeah, lineup. What do you? He's mean? like, I every every game I play, who's gonna win us games? Uh, I guess. Which I mean, and this was maybe the first time where I really sided with Ronnie. I was like, you know what? Not starting Matrita. Uh, starting hey bear maxi this was his first start back like this wasn't any type of like slouchy lineup in my no, opinion we're going um, for a win here yeah definitely i mean every game but i think just really the only notable person that you could consider being left out was maybe matrita who, who i mean he's, he didn't earn a start yeah like, he's not and it's not notable in the fact that he's performing well it's just that he's always in the starting lineup so that's well, what makes it notable and you'll you'll always have the news of like Oh, your most expensive player is on the bench. Yeah. Like, who cares? Dude, he had a good game in Chicago. 
mm-hmm. in the sense that he switched it up and he worked on the things that he needed to work on. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, like he really didn't he didn't move the needle for that game. Yeah, and then so we saw uh, in place of Matrita, we saw Makai, and we stuck with that ring at left wing and mm-hmm. tossed Makai up to the right. So, and he he talked highly of Makai too and how he played. Uh, I think, well, pretty much everybody kind of realized, uh, you know, we got the result, but that doesn't mean the performance is there. It's the same thing as the last two games that we played. Mm-hmm. But Makai played well for for starting, and I think he probably took advantage of a. Uh, his opportunity and Ronnie said he's been killing it in training. So if, if somebody like Matrita isn't uh, playing, you know, for the value that we got for him, then it's, it's not a problem to try out other options. I got to apologize to somebody who Keaton. Why? Because I think in the last two games, he has corrected me in the sense that, I didn't think that he could improve even at all. I didn't think he, I didn't <laughs> he think was, there was an up from there. And he proved me wrong. He's been playing solid. I'd say he's probably one of the most solid players in the last two games. Yeah, absolutely. And I would like to say I'm sorry. Because okay. I doubted you. And you're proving me wrong. Thank you for that. I did ask you to prove me wrong. And so you did it. <laughs> I'm not thing- taking it as an L. I'm just apologizing. Because I feel like I need to. One thing that I did love from Keaton, aside from him playing well, did you happen to see the little uh, scuffle that he got into with T Mac? That felt. I don't know if I like that, bro. That felt good to watch. I feel like. But I love T Mac. But T Mac died a little bit to me when we were watching the uh, the LA game with Pavon and they were playing New England and like T Mac was trying so hard to ruin our but tournament. But that's how T Mac has always played. He wears his heart on his sleeve. Like I don't know. I guess it's just something about seeing like our players getting chippy towards the other team just gets me like fired up. Oh yeah, it gets me fired up yeah. for sure. And but... to see Keaton like puffing out his chest and being like, yo, T Mac, like what's I mean, good to Keaton's Keaton's always about action. Yeah, he really is. He's about action. Yeah. Because he tried to fight the whole bench of one team during the MLS's back tour. Yeah. And he was, wanted to fight everybody. Was Keaton around when T Mac was? I think he maybe just missed him by like a one off season or something, but I'm not sure. You good? Yeah, no, I'm good. Okay. <laughs> I, I thought you were gonna keep finishing it. No, no, just I didn't I hadn't known if if Keaton was around when T Mac was, like, were they ever together? No, on no, we signed them in twenty. Okay. Seventeen. Yeah, so Keaton's like, like late twenty seventeen, yeah. and T Mac was out. But no, nah, I miss T Mac. I mean, T Mac. If you're doing a tier list, T Mac is he's up there in the midfielders, bro. Well, that was a little. Uh, I don't even know what to call that. It was like a drop, I guess. <laughs> like so we haven't talked about it at all but we uh what you call segue bro a segue that that would be <laughs> a transition um we're gonna be probably posting this on twitter with like the episode link or whatever but uh we always saw like these tier list things for i mean for video games for snacks for whatever that people for always snacks. make i don't know i just saw somebody fill That's it out for, for right there. <laughs> or even snacks. like for soda like some dude did a soda tier list <laughs> uh but i thought we thought it would be cool to have like a tier list for new york city players um it's just something fun to Who's do for like 20 one? minutes of all of our players i'm not no, i'm not saying answer that i'm saying 
the people at home. Oh, oh, like, yeah. Let us know what your number one is. So we're doing it in waves because it's a. I mean, we've had a lot of players play for a city. So the first one, uh, just has like defenders and goalies on it. Really, like fill it out however you'd like. It's just fun to to go through and see. Honestly, some names that I don't even recognize. <laughs> no, I don't like think that ever played really. Yeah. So it was They're a list. Squad. So we caught the list from Wikipedia, and I guess that was a list of players that have ever made an appearance. So there's some dudes with like probably one appearance on there, like ten minutes, um, that you don't even know. But it's pretty cool. So probably upload that with the episode. Um, one example though from the tier list that I thought of is like, you're gonna find players in there that you are gonna want to rate based on what they did at NYCFC. Mm-hmm. But I would almost say that you want to take into account what they did with NYCFC. And then maybe once they moved on, what they did. Yeah. Because you, because in defenders, you're probably gonna want to put Tinnerholm, Chano at the top. Yeah. But you got men like Angelino who did absolutely nothing at NYCFC. Like, right. He was a, a very quick flash. Like maybe he scored a goal or something like that. But then he goes overseas, PSV, and like just tears it up. Mm-hmm. He has some he, caps for City even. Yeah, he goes yeah. he goes high up on that list for what he's done after NYCFC. Same mm. with like Jack Harrison getting his team promoted. I mean, you could you could fill it out like literally any way you'd like. Like Poku, let's be honest. <sighs> when whenever the attacking one comes out, like Poku is in your S tier, but he has never banged in goals like Via. So like, fill it out by players that, that you man's like. That man's gonna be in my top. Yeah. as far high as you can go. So it's gonna be Poku. And I'm probably going to leave him in his own. Yeah. I mean, you guys, like, so you could fill it out with, I mean, just players you like or players that you think will have potential in the future. Because, like, so for the the defense one that just came out last night, we got a brand new debut. So we had to throw um, Scully on the list. Now he's only played one minute, but there are definitely defenders, not one minute, like 10 minutes, but... There are definitely defenders that go below Scali, even though he's only played ten total minutes for the club. It's wild to me that he's already got a transfer, like yeah, and has never, never played. I didn't mean, debut with academy. us until last night. But granted, our I think our academy plays other people, so like there's gonna be scouts there, obviously. Yeah, well, we play. We have one but of I the just, best academies. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Well, no. We're but just fill it out how you like. Share it with us on Twitter. We're gonna probably both fill out our own, throw them up on Twitter too when the yeah, episode film drops. Something for it. Yeah. Um, probably are maybe even own personal videos. Who knows? Yeah. So that would probably be would be just about everything with NYCFC, I feel. Or their games, at yeah, least. Yeah. I mean, could... Without getting too deep into Messi, because we could literally go hours and Forever. hours and hours about that. Um, yeah. Well, I think we were we were questionable about even really talking about it. Because, yeah. I mean, realistically, at this point, everything is like speculation and rumors. Yeah. I mean, it's just, we were talking... The other day, it's, it's going to be like that Pele effect mm-hmm. where a ton of people are going to be fans of NYCFC all of a sudden. You're going to see people popping out and saying, oh, I've been here since the beginning. And like, no, yeah, you, you haven't. That's cool. I thank you for your merch money, but you haven't been here. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's like, cool. I'd rather have a stadium than Messi. Yeah, I think that if if anything good comes from Messi, aside from obviously like the, the performances that he'll bring in and the skill is we as a club and like city football group has to help us out with this 
but we need to leverage Messi like as strong as we possibly can into you know getting us getting ourselves a stadium. Uh, that, in my opinion, would be more important than Messi. I would rather you know if you were to and maybe this is a poll that we could throw up, but would you rather have a stadium or would you rather have Messi for two years? Um, I'm saying stadiums. Yeah, forever, I feel like that's bro. a really easy answer. And honestly, like my biggest concern with this and without going too deep into it mm -hmm. who else on the la galaxy team with david beckham in it can you recognize and be like oh yeah that's a great player yeah like the rest of the team is going to suffer because we're not there's not going to be money there for everybody else right and so it's like it would be cool and that's a do i am i really bothered by it yeah with not the really. messy thing that's the thing that i i feel like the financials are just so like, I don't even fully understand them. And this is probably something that nobody understands because all that stuff is so far from being solidified. Mm -hmm. But, like, I don't know. I just don't know, like, where that money comes from, uh, how that affects – I don't think MLS has a salary cap. No. Uh, but just how that affects – because MLS has a ridiculous amount of, like, transfer rules mm -hmm. that no league in the world has ever seen before. So just fitting him into that system, I'm sure they'll find a way because it only helps the league. But it just seems like there's so many, like things to jump over to get to, uh, you know, Messi playing on the field for us in our uniform. Plus um, waiting so long. Yeah, and it's gonna take a while. I mean, we're we're talking about if this deal was signed tomorrow, we're not even seeing him for three, four years. So it's nothing to get too crazy and about. He could literally decide after two three years of playing at city mm -hmm. that his legs are gone and he doesn't want to play anymore. well i think yeah not only that but i think part of it is uh coming to city is like an incentive based thing so he'll make an extra you know from what we've heard rumored he'll make an extra 250 mil for a signing bonus that in my opinion would say that there's a there's an opening where he could decline to come to city mm -hmm. so after he gets a signing bonus from manchester and then three years at a hundred mil salary. If you're looking at four hundred mil, and he's like, "Hey, I don't really feel like playing anymore," yeah. like, and I don't have to, yeah. like, financially, legacy. There's no if he doesn't, yeah. So, it, I think people are getting a little crazy, but it's cool to get all the the publicity for the club. Like, there's nothing. Yeah, better. I mean, but even we're in a we're in a tough spot where it's like now, if we don't get messy. And we're just kind of yeah. left with no messy, no stadium. Same thing for for four years. It's like, was it worth even being mentioned in it? Yeah. Well, for to the public, like the casual person, it's just like we're the club that didn't get messy, but like, oh, remember we were supposed to? Like that would legit yeah. be what we are. Yeah. And it's just I don't know. It's, it's just a, a headache. It's, it's a, a lot. It's a whirlwind for like, something so far away. It's a lot going on. And his dad's talking about not even leaving barcelona now staying for another year leaving on a free yeah, hey it could which means all, more money in his pocket so all like, of this literally could just be negotiation to get barca to to pop that check and because yeah. it get him know, to stay like until a year or two ago messi was always saying i'm gonna retire in barcelona since like the day he was born yeah and he's always <laughs> been that like he's been that renowned guy, yeah. for the one club guy and mm -hmm. he's not a mercenary like ronaldo maybe yeah i mean there's just <clears throat> but it I would be know. cool I, I would love to see messi in the premier league i would love to see ronaldo back at his hometown and, 
and those two going at it again. No, that um, would be cool. And it'd be cool to see him uh, over in the MLS too, but we're just we're But removed. if he goes to the MLS, he better be on City. Yeah, that's the like, only way I'll be cool with that. And if he goes to like Inter-Miami, they've got way too many <laughs> weapons. And he, I don't no, understand. Is that Inter-Miami? Yeah, with... Oh, so my Lord. Somehow, so they've signed Matuidi, and now they've somehow convinced the MLS that they have founders rights to Higuain and everyone's like making jokes on Twitter like oh did you find him at that World Cup like yeah <laughs> oh cool we all did like at yeah. the exact same time like what are you talking about so I don't know how Beckham was able to finesse that one but... oh man I mean you throw enough money at anything <laughs> yeah hey <laughs> that is hey, clout and money. that is literally our owners tactics to I mean all yeah. of their soccer goals and dreams so I'm with it. I'm, I'm totally with it. With it. Uh, with it. If it brings us Messi, I'm with it because that's gonna bring trophies. But and bring me stadium. that stadium. Yeah, actually, that's cool. We, I'm gonna we, we're gonna put a poll up for sure. I mean, I, would if, you be okay with like forever playing at MetLife? I feel like I'd be cool with that. I feel like I really. Bro, I care. would way yeah. Like if you just close off the the high high tiers and you just yeah. make it like the the bottom part of it, mm-hmm. or even. Um, not forever but a, i'm cool with years but i'm yeah and i'm saying city. like you could uh because it's a football field you could oh put, metlife oh i thought we were talking about city field no 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 metlife metlife i feel like city field is the the move but because metlife they're already they're juggling the jets and the giants yeah but I'm something saying about like, metlife and maybe it was just a playoff game and it was our first game in many months that we had gone to but like that atmosphere was crazy. Like, the stadium yeah. seems... I mean, so I'm a Yankees fan, and I've always uh, talked about kind of their, like, branding and the way that their stadium is built. Like, they're so commercial. Like, it does not feel... Like, it doesn't matter how long you've it been a Yankees fan. Going to yeah, I mean, Red Sox game. Yeah, and I, like, I hate the Red Sox with all of my being. Like, I'm the biggest Yankees fan, but... Fenway is a way better ballpark than Yankee Stadium. Like, there is no debating it. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter if you slap, like, nine tiers on a stadium. That's not what makes it a good stadium. That's mm-hmm. just what, like, upcharges all of the concessions, all of the things that revolve around the teams that play there. Like, having that home environment where you go there and they're, like, tradition, like, history, like, that is the coolest thing that you could have. And to me... That's sort of what City Field felt like. Like they have all the exposed bricks and stuff. It's a very, very smaller stadium than Yankee Stadium. Uh, it just felt it felt more like home to me than the five or six games that we've been to uh, NYC playing at Yankee Stadium. So, yeah, but my thing is, you can turn MetLife into a way more personal feel than yeah, you in rival the same feeling we had at the playoff game. Mm-hmm. It's like. You know, with it being a football field, you have a little bit more room. I mean, I'm looking at it. There's not a ton of room. I would just to I make just, it more personal. Yeah, I would just worry about the. I don't think the operations of that whole thing, and I don't want to be playing on a field that two football teams have just scuffed up yeah. for months and months. Everybody, like, you know, those baseball those baseball guys don't really get down like also, that. Also, that's in New Jersey. We don't want to be. Yeah, dude. Red Bulls part yeah, two. We're gonna be fake. We're gonna be but dude, you look at New York. You, you look at New York, and you're like, where can we even put a freaking stadium? Man? I don't know. You're gonna have to tear down like, like you gotta so tear much. something. I mean, I don't know, man. It's a it's we're, a job for men 
paid way more than me. Yeah. And who's got way bigger brains than me. Yeah, and we've literally now done the thing where it's like this messy thing turned into a stadium rant somehow for like 10 minutes. Yeah, I mean, we (laughs) always do this, man. We're never on track. Uh, So at almost a... Dude, just do the thing where like all of New York is built on water anyways, so why not build more stuff on water? We could be the first floating stadium. Just build it in between New York and uh, Connecticut. Take a boat there. I'll say this to close (laughs) out the stadium talk. I'm okay with being fake New Yorkers, like the New Jersey Red Bulls are fake New Yorkers, if we play in Connecticut. (laughs) Because if I could drive like 20 minutes to uh, an NYCFC game, I'm the happiest man alive. So there you go. New Haven. New Haven was good. Anywhere they could play, they were they played at uh, where UConn plays. I don't remember. Rensselaer. Rensselaer. Yeah, they they've talked about Rensselaer being a, a possible field because the the USMNT play there. So yeah, I mean you're not you wouldn't be splitting it with anybody important. Nobody that's winning games. No one's winning games. No there. one's winning games at so Rensselaer. Somebody's got to win games there. Yeah, that would be Dude, us. And good luck offending me by calling the team the Connecticut. The Connecticut Huskies football club or whatever you want to call us. Uh-huh. Cool, dude. Not Jersey. <laughs> hey, man. Hey, bro. It kind of aligns Jersey. with their brand, Connecticut Football Group. CFG, baby. Yeah, scratching it. <laughs> yeah, it's a stretch. But so let's talk about the team that actually plays in Connecticut now. Yeah, I mean. So I made the deal with the the big man downstairs. I don't know why you do that. I don't know why you do that. Go. but Well, we have nine points in three games. I get it. Yeah, no, it just looks like we're tired. Like, we play. It was that the game same That game looked thing. so tired. Like, had it not been for Nagelstad? Nagel, mm. Nagelstad? Something. Finagle. The, Russian, maybe? The Bagelstad. I don't uh, know. If it wasn't for him coming in and saving that team that looked tired and, and really was dragging through it, mm-hmm. um, we probably would have had two losses in two games. Just being completely honest, like, they – it was looking really tired, which is no knock. Like, you guys have been fighting your asses off for a mm-hmm. long time. Like, you know, you've kind of earned the right to have a yeah. a game, a bad game. What's the, it was the exact same thing that we talked about last game. Like you said, it's just tired legs, slow legs out there. Um, no lack of heart. Like, the, no. those boys are still yeah. flying into challenges, trying their hardest. It's like, at this point, they're going to have whatever this is eight eight days rest like so needed mm. they have a so game in hand against pit anyways so they're only down a point so still uh the group is in their hands so it's not a big deal you know it was probably one of the the bigger games of the season yeah um but at the end of the day like there's nothing to be too upset about there's really. seven points ahead of red bulls too mm-hmm. like i mean nothing's guaranteed in life and, and they have a game in hand yeah, and how deflating, like, within the first 10 minutes that Pitt wasn't supposed to have their starting keeper on the field anymore. So annoying. And for that, so just... So annoying. Honestly, I'm not sure why or how you could possibly not call that a red card um, outside of just being, like, it's early in the game and I don't want to You don't want to affect the game that much. Yeah, which it would it would have a big effect, but there, there comes a point when you're affecting the game by taking a goal away. Yeah, yeah, no, it was 100%. It was a goal. It was It was going to be a goal. Yeah. Because there's no professional in the world that doesn't 
He's dude. Dixon's fast. Like yeah. he's catching that ball. We already that asked was him a, beat. That was a silly argument by the by the announcer saying like, oh maybe it's because he wouldn't get to it. Mm-hmm. And that it doesn't matter. That quick for him to decide that it's not a red card. Like you you can't calculate that in your head. Yeah. It just it can't happen. And I don't know if they have VAR like in the USL, but it was nah, just a probably not. It was just a poor call and. That'll take the wind out of an already tired team. Yeah, I they mean, were, they went in that that game real tired. Like, yeah, 10, 10 minutes into the game to, I mean, more or less you're thinking, okay, well we're one nil up now. Yeah, and then to have that flip in like ten seconds, that'll just take the wind out of you. So, it is what it is. Yeah, um, I mean, normally I'd be pretty keyed up about a three nil loss, but it's like you just sympathize with the team at that point, mm-hmm. especially after fighting hard to come back fighting hard to beat uh, Red Bulls Reserve, it's like you can't really blame them for having tired legs. And, Not and that. Essentially having pretty close to an identical starting 11. Yeah, that'll happen. Yeah, it'll it, happen. You're going to have weeks like that. So, yeah. And um, at least, you know, look, he's going out there and trying to win games and trying to score goals. He's playing three in the back, technically mm-hmm. like a five that flexes to the three, whatever. But, yeah, I mean, he's out there throwing it all out there for, for wins, so. Yeah, You'll never hear me so complain about that. Just it, it'll be important to get back on track uh, with the next game. Um, yeah, I mean it's, it's dudes we've uh, we've done the business again, so get it done. It's easy enough to do it again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and um, let's try to look for a game that we can get out to. Yeah. Oh, that's not really possible. Those what? boys sell everything out for a long. Oh, time. Oh, they do. For yeah, a long time. I just realized that it's literally just. Impossible to get a Hartford yeah, ticket, I guess, because they're they're too good. It's not um, even that. Well, they are they're they're selling tickets because yeah. of that, but also it's like, what else is there to do in Connecticut right now? That's everything. You can barely get your hair cut. That we gotta go. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, I'm getting tired of this house, man. Tired of this house. Tired of oh, the state. I'm uh, in the house. Tired and tired in the house. Regardless, um. I think we've all but exhausted our our show notes. Yeah, I think I have one. I guess I have one last thing. This was just a, a really short thing. Uh, I meant to bring up when we were talking about Ronnie's press conference, but like I realized when I was watching his press conference that we actually are getting like involved and in knowing more people in the community because they were like bringing up. So with the press conferences now because of the COVID stuff, it's all. Uh, electronic so I I guess they have people call in but the whoever the media person at NYCFC was that was running the whole show there he would like call the analyst by name and they're like uh, Chris Campbell Kevin Nelson it's like all of these are dudes that we are like talking with on Twitter and stuff like liking our tweets like the most like not even a flex but I understand it could come off as a like a subtle flex but it's not even like that it's just cool I was like oh I know that dude like (laughs) Yeah, it no, makes sense that he would ask that question. Like he was talking about that like twenty minutes ago during the game. It's just it's actually so it's cool. It's super weird to have these little things like in little interactions, or even like to me a year ago looking at Twitter. It's like uh, the outfield, yeah, NYCFC tactics. Like all these dudes were people that we would we followed and mm-hmm. would see their tweets and stuff like that. And like we would talk now and they're like tagging us in their their posts. Yeah, and it's like. We would like talk in conversation, but without the mics before, like about NYCFC and stuff, and always be bringing up like the whatever stats they have came up with or like stories that they would have posted. And now, yeah, it's like 
I don't know. It's not even a big deal, like, at no, all. But to, it's just, like, oh, us, this is cool. Like, these are just dudes that are doing what we're doing. And But we have to look at it, like, we're not flexing. It's just this is the only reason we got into doing this. It's yeah. the only reason we wanted to do with it, do this is to connect with other people mm-hmm. who are passionate about NYCFC. And, and they so, all know their stuff, too. So yeah, like, and so, like, doing, doing a tweet and having them interact with it and interacting with them is, like, the peak it's yeah, the it's only cool. reason we started it it's cool so and so yeah yeah that's it yeah that's episode about episode eight eight something episode something post 90 pod on all socials gonna drop the tier list on there Appreciate too you guys so we're out but also i don't want to let leave i hate leaving <laughs> <laughs> but we're good bye i guess Douche.